When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. Work ethic eliminates fear, you know. So if you put forth the work, then what are you fearing? You know you, what you're capable of doing, what you're not. You know, if you put your mind to doing whatever you want to do, you know, good things can happen. Because limits, like fears, are often just an illusion. You're listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Here's your host, Jamie Plunkett. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, thanks for tuning into our podcast today. Um, today, we're going to talk about just some of the basics and some of the measurables as far as uh, getting results uh, with your health and fitness routine. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, I was talking to Ryan before we got started here and trying to think of. Uh, kind of how we would discuss this and everything and and um, cover the important topics. And I figured we would just go over this stuff kind of like we do with a new client. Yeah, that'd be like, imagine if I come in and sit down and say, okay, I'm starting at ground zero. Where do we go from there? What's your, what do you, how do you walk people through the process? So what we generally do, we'll start them out with a fitness assessment, and uh, with that, we're basically just trying to get a uh, a measurement of their starting point, so we have record of where they started. We can measure progress. Um, so they'll come in, they'll do a PARQ, which is a physical activity readiness questionnaire, uh, basically just making sure they're healthy, you know, they're safe to be working out. Sure. Health-wise, medically. <clears throat> um and then, you know, a big part of that, we go over uh, their goals, injuries, limitations, uh, their current exercise routine, and their current nutrition plan. Okay. Um, and then with their goals, you know, people are generally pretty short with that as far as their answers, like lose weight. Yeah. Um, eat better, that kind of stuff. So with that, you know, you got to kind of peel the onion on it and ask them, you know, why do you want to lose weight? You know, why do you want to eat better? You know, and 99% of the time it comes down to they want to, you know, feel better in their own skin, feel better in their clothes, uh, you know, look better. Right. Have more confidence, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And don't you, and, and let me ask you this, doesn't, does it help? I would think it probably would if uh, people had a more specific goal. If it was even, if, whether it was weight or or body fat or anything like that, does it help to sit and say, okay, I really want to lose 30 pounds or I really want to, uh, lose my, you know, get my, get my, uh, Oh, what's it called? Your body fat percentage down to a certain point. Does that, does it help to have a more specific, um, actual goal versus just, I want to lose weight? You know what I mean? Or is that what you're talking about when you get to, when you peel, um, peel the layers there? That's kind of a loaded question. The, the answer to it is not necessarily. It doesn't help because generally people have no idea what that, you know, 30 pounds looks like or right. 18% body fat looks like. Yeah. Um, you know, they're just throwing darts in the dark, basically. Yeah. Um, so, and usually what I tell people is, you know, first off, this is a lifestyle behavior change. So, this is something you got to do the rest of your life. So, you know, everybody has an I I mean... <laughs> Everybody wants to look, you know, everybody wants to be lean. Yeah. You know, it's just, are you willing to do the work to do it? Most people are not. Um, but, you know, I I set the same 
vision for every single person that comes in and speaks with me. I believe in everybody that walks in my front door. And, you know, my goal is their best body. Right. You know, with everybody that walks in. Now, they may get to a point where they're happy and they tell me they're happy and that's fine. Then, you know, I'll, I will adjust course for what it is they want. Right. But with every single person, I'm shooting, you know, I'm trying to, you know, service them, you know, to the my utmost ability with every single person, no matter who it is. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes sense, but um, basically, you know, my goal is to keep losing fat and, and keep, you know, building muscle and and just keep moving, you know, farther and farther away from where they started yeah. and closer and closer to, you know, where they're pleased with their body. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of times the, the metrics that we use, like weight, it's such a weird variable. Like you said, it was a loaded question. I started thinking about it when you're saying that, because if you're in shape <laughs> and you're carrying a lot of muscle, that weight is going to be a lot different than if you're skinny fat. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be a lot different. So that's, I guess that that's right. Cause it's hard to sit there and say, if you come in and say, well, I want to lose weight. I think like what you said is that most of the time, it's probably more of a, you want to get lean. You want to look good. You want to be trim or, or you want to bulk up, you know, if you're, if you're, if you want to go that route too, but yeah, I mean, a lot of times also we'll get people and they've never done resistance training or they've never done it properly. Yeah. So in the past when they've, you know, lost weight, they've lost a lot of muscle too. So say you got a female in the past for in the past being, you know, small for her was 115 pounds. Right. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not rare that we'll have that same female come in and we get her lifting weights and she's actually leaner to 125 pounds than she was at 115. Right. You know, and it's not that she put on 10 pounds of muscle. She maintained, you know, seven pounds of muscle that she would have lost before and maybe put on three. Gotcha. You know, females aren't going to build a lot of muscle like we talk about all the time. Right. But um, that's the big thing that weight training does. It prevents muscle loss, which, you know, muscle is what, what makes us beautiful. Yeah. You know, so... um you know, that's, that's why weight training is so important. And that's why, that's a lot of the reason why people are kind of shooting in the dark whenever they come up with these numbers, they've either a never been there or B when they were there before they had, you know, they lost a lot of muscle tissue to get to that point. Right. So, you know, I mean, a lot of times you can make them look better at a heavier weight. Well, with yeah. weight training. Well, and I would imagine too, you probably get a lot of people like me if I come in, it's like, yeah, the last time I lifted weights, I was 18, yeah. 17 years old, you know? So you've got 20 years, uh, 25 years of, of not. It's, so it's, it's a, your body's different. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it, you're dealing with a different, uh, whole different set of issues and challenges when you've got a 43 year old versus a 18 year old, you know, I would imagine when it comes to that kind of like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, somewhat. Um, you know, that that's the one thing with the scenario I just gave you was females. Males uh-huh. respond really well to weight training. Um, so, I mean, that, that same scenario I gave you, a male might put on closer to 10 pounds of muscle. Right. Just because males are so much more responsive to lifting weights. Um, <clears throat> which, you know, that's, that's, that's what's so funny about, you know, a lot of times I get women they'll come in they're like i don't want to get bulky i'm like you're not going to right like it's just you don't have the hormones for it yeah um but yeah so anyway we'll start people out 
we go over their goals and we get a baseline for what they're so we get we weigh them when they're here we check their body fat percentage you know so that's our starting point and that's a, a common question is kind of what you said okay you know say we have a female she's 30 percent body fat well what's good yeah well you know generally females want to be between about 18 and 24 percent generally but 18% is going to look 10 different ways on 10 different women. Right. So what I always tell my females or males and males as well is, you know, as you get closer to that number, then we can kind of discuss, you know, how happy with our, how happy you are with how you look. Do you want to get leaner? Yada, 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 you know, and, and, right. you know, cross that bridge when we get there. But we get those baselines, um, you know, we'll do do a movement assessment with them, so we make sure they're safe to move. We do a squat assessment. We do a shoulder mobility assessment, a hamstring mobility assessment. Um, and a big part of what we get from that is is we're trying to see, you know, where we can start them. Yeah. As far as that, when we start exercising with them, what we can do with them, um, what modifications we're going to need to make. You know, say they have a knee that bothers them. Why is that knee bothering them? We'll address that then. <clears throat> You know, why is a shoulder bothering them, so forth. And, you know, what's funny about that is nine times out of ten when somebody comes in and they have, you know, shoulder issues, back issues, knee issues, whatever it is, um, nine times out of ten we can clean that up either with soft tissue work um, or adjusting how they move um, as well as, you know, talking to them about lifestyle behavior change. So, you know, if they sit all day at work and their back bothers them, try sitting less. Right. You know, if they sleep on a shoulder and that shoulder bothers them, try try not sleeping on that shoulder, try doing some shoulder mobility throughout the day. You yeah. Know, whatever it may be. Sure. So we'll we'll address that too when we do their movement assessment. Um <clears throat> and then from there we'll come so you know, we, we collect all their goals, we do their body fat tests, we do their movement assessment. From there we'll bring them back in the office. Um Generally, at that point, we'll go over their body fat tests, uh, and then we kind of go over what we do with our clients, and we we talk to them, you know, about the importance of weight training and how cardio a lot of times um, isn't the best use of people's time. Uh, We talk about the importance of nutrition, which is the most important factor, Um, and then, then we cover you know, a few things on, on cardio and activity and that sort of stuff. And we talk about how everything kind of needs to flow together and be balanced. Um, and how, you know, this is not 12 weeks. This is the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from there, you know, once we discuss that with them and, and, you know, answer any questions they have on that, um, we'll go into nutrition, you know, and, and we'll give recommendations on nutrition. I've covered this before, but I'll cover it again. Uh, generally, our females, you know, will start out with with roughly a gram of protein per pound of body weight. You know, so, you know, say we get a female that's 150 pounds, we'll say 150 grams of protein. Um, <clears throat> I generally like to put my females on 30 to 40 grams of fat a day. And then their carbs, I'll start at about 100. So, from what I just gave you, you can calculate calories. A uh, gram of protein and a gram of carbs have four calories per gram, and fat has nine. So let's say it's 150 protein, 100 uh, carbs. That's 1,000 calories there. And then say you give them um, 30 grams of fat, so you're at 1,270 calories. Okay. You know, from you know those numbers. 
And then what they do from there, so you give them those numbers, and then basically they'll go out, we'll send them generally to MyFitnessPal, you just create a free account. They'll send their username and password to their trainer. Um, and <clears throat> then what, what we recommend they do is go out there you know, that day or as soon as possible and try to build a day. Okay. And you know our clients, you know what I, I do this, you probably see this when you're here a lot, I eat the same thing all the time. Right, right. Um, so what I'll do when I make my own diet is I'll figure out what I want to, you know, consume on a daily basis, protein, carbs, and fat, and then I'll write it out to hit those numbers, and I just eat the same thing every day. What's, what's a good fat? Like, I, I mean, I know I've heard, like, the, the joke is the avocado, but, like, what, what's a good, when you say, like, give examples of some of that food for people that, that I mean, obviously protein, it's going to be mostly, like, I'm assuming chicken, beef stuff like that yep meat meat and, then, meat and eggs yeah and then your carbs you're probably looking at rice i'm assuming or rice oatmeal fruit um your vegetables a little bit you okay know. and then what kind of like what 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 sweet is sweet potatoes healthy, what's a healthy fat um well you're basically going to get that fat from you know if you have whole eggs each whole egg is going to have four and a half grams of fat in it okay um your meat is always going to have a little bit of fat with it uh so you know like four ounces of chicken or most of your lean meats going to have two or three, two to three grams of fat uh, per serving, you know? So, so the scenario I just gave you, if you have somebody that's going to consume 150 grams of protein, uh-huh. I'll generally tell people to eat four whole meals a day. I'm not a big fan of taking protein shakes, yeah. so I try to get it from real food. Um, <clears throat> so generally, you know, breakfast might be two whole eggs and... I don't know, a cup of egg whites. Right. So that'll give you 37 grams of protein and nine grams of fat from that. Um, and then, you know, so you've got 117, 113 grams of protein left for the day. So if you split that into three meals, you basically need, you know, 30, 40, you know, 35 to 40 grams of protein per meal, yeah. which is going to be six ounces of meat or so. Okay. So, Six ounces of meat three times is going to be, what is that, four and a half servings of meat? Yeah. So four and a half times three, that puts you at 14 grams of fat plus your nine. So, I mean, you're pretty close to your 30 right there. Okay, gotcha. You know, I mean, you might have some nuts. You might have some avocado, that kind of stuff. But when I've got a female, and I mean males too, when when I've got somebody and they're trying to lose fat, Mm -hmm. I keep their fat fairly low. Yeah. Um, So... You you really don't need to be looking for fat sources. Okay, like you're, okay, you're yeah. generally going to get enough fat from the normal food you eat. Okay, I didn't I didn't know that. You That's know? what I, yeah I didn't realize. I just I mean I assumed that it was going to be you know I was always kind of confused by that perplexed. Yeah, I mean it. you made it fill it a little bit. Like like say you just ate what I told you, and then maybe you need half a serving or a serving of almonds or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. But, okay, okay. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean that's that's basically. Um, you know, how you're going to get that. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah. um, so from there we tell them to go out on my fitness pal, like I said, build a day, you know, and, and generally, like I said, we'll give them, I usually tell people to try to do four meals a day. Um, usually eggs is kind of the center of your first meal and then meat meals two through four. Uh, <clears throat> they're almost always lean sources of meat. So chicken, turkey, uh, lean beef, um, you know, fish every once in a while, that kind of stuff. Uh, get some veggies in there, um, and then just some carbs. You know, oatmeal is one of my 
I prefer. I, I'm a I'm a fan of oatmeal. I'm a fan of sweet potatoes, uh, and then maybe maybe a little bit of rice. You yeah. know, and that's for a client that's you see me eat rice all the time. That's for a client that is trying to get leaner. Yeah. So if I'm trying to get leaner, you'll see that I eat a lot less rice. Right. You know, and it's it's not that rice is fattening by any means, but um, you know, in a quarter cup of dry rice, there's I think 36 carbs or something like that. Okay. So it's not very much. Yeah. So it adds up quick, which is also why you see me eating it because there's a lot of calories in it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so that's usually where we start with nutrition. And then what we'll do with that is um, we'll have our clients start recording their foods. You know, and when we see them, we'll, we'll coach them on it. How's your nutrition going? Are you, you how, how well are you following it? Yada, yada, yada. And then once a week, we have them weigh. Um, <clears throat> And then, you know, the thing you get with that, you get a lot of these people like the scale is not a very good good way to measure results and all this other crap. Um, <clears throat> it's just one of many tools. Yeah. So, no, the scale could not move and you could still be getting results. I completely understand that, but I use it as one of my tools. Yeah. So the tools we use to measure for fat loss and the prevention of muscle loss, which is if, if you lose 10 pounds but five of its muscle or two of its muscle then you're really not doing a very good job gotcha so we want to that's why weight training is so important you want to end the protein consumption is so important you really want to prevent muscle loss um that's a big problem people have when they lose weight is they lose muscle tissue uh that results in a lower metabolism um <clears throat> it also you know, makes them look like a melted candle. That's, right. what, that's one of my favorite right. sayings. It's kind of funny, <laughs> but it's true. It, it, it is true, and it's funny. <clears throat> anyway, um, so the ways that we'll measure it is by looking at the nutrition. You know, we do a lot of strength training, so we can tell if somebody's getting weaker. Mm-hmm. And generally, a new person like that will will be getting stronger. You know, pretty consistently for the first you know, six months to a year. Yeah. You know, if you have somebody that's teaching proper technique and working on those things. Right. Um, so nutrition, strength, uh, we'll do uh, body fat. We generally check that every, you know, two to six weeks, depending on the client. Um, I think there's a fourth one I'm forgetting, but I'll come back to it. Um, but yeah, nutrition, uh, body fat. Oh, the scale was one I missed. We already talked about it. Oh, so yeah. the scale, nutrition, coaching, strength when they're lifting weights, and then body fat percentage. So we kind of use all four of those to measure to make sure we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's preventing muscle loss and losing fat. Um. So once we get all that going, the next thing we're going to do is resistance training. Like I mentioned, we do a lot of strength training with our clients. We are also uh, we also use our resistance training, our strength training to measure progress and success. So, and we do that through the compound movements, particularly the squat, the deadlift, and the bench press. Um, So, with that, and I mean, if you understand how to do things properly, as far as, and this is a trainer, we don't expect our clients to know this, but once you understand how to train somebody properly on the squat, the deadlift and the bench, I mean, it's almost like child's play to get somebody stronger. Okay. It's easy. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, there's really a lot of 
real basic things that you can fix with somebody that makes them tremendously stronger. Um, so, you know, we'll get them doing those things and we're measuring, you know, if we're getting better, uh, at those movements and getting stronger, you know, and the thing is, if you're, if you're lifting more weight, your body's going to be putting on muscle, right? Like that's just human biology. Um, so that's the second thing we do. And we generally have our clients lift, you know, anywhere from two at a very minimum, I would not recommend that, uh, up to, you know, we have some clients that lift six days a week. So a happy medium is probably three to six times a week. Uh, I prefer four or five, but it just kind of depends on the person. Sure. You know, and, and the time they have and what, you know, how comfortable they are lifting that many times a week. Um, you know, and then, like I said, the purpose of resistance training is to prevent muscle loss. Number one, hopefully we build a little muscle, um, a little bit of muscle, uh, you know, something we run into a lot, like I mentioned is, um, uh, the women will say, I don't want to get bulky. Yeah. Um, that's a lie that's been fed to them for, I don't know how long. Yeah. Um, basically forever. Yeah. It's just not true. It's just extremely hard for a woman to put on muscle. Uh, which I think I've talked about this before, but I'll reiterate it. Um, it is so much more important for women to lift weights than it is men, and not that it's not important for men, but for the same reason that women have trouble building muscle, they're also going to lose muscle at a much faster rate than a man. You know, when they're in a poor environment nutritionally and sleep-wise, and also as they age. Yeah. So, you know, if... If you would take a, and there's maybe studies like this, I'm just talking, but this is just from my experience and the stuff I've read. If you would take a, I don't know, 50-year-old man and woman, say they were twins, so they have you know, similar genetics or identical, whatever that would be, and you put them on the same diet and don't do resistance training with them and sleep and all that kind of stuff, the woman's going to lose probably twice as much muscle as wow, the man that much. Yeah. over probably a 10 year period. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing we see with our older clients is how much muscle atrophy. So sh- the shrinkage of muscle they have as they age, Yeah, you know, and I feel like that's the thing that affects mobility. Right. You know, and it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's what we do with resistance training. Um, and like I said, a lot of that is to, you know, once you do get lean, you look good. You look toned. Um, you know, you don't you don't look skinny fat. So that's generally what we do with resistance training. Like I said, three to six times a week, we focus on the compound movements. We do a lot of accessories around that, um, you know, as far as like triceps and biceps and lunges and all the little stuff. But we, we try to focus our our workouts on the big things and then do the accessories you know, for the second half of the workout or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the third thing is cardio or activity. As you know, I'm not a big fan of cardio. Right. Um, I think there's there's way too much emphasis on cardio, and that accelerates muscle loss, um, and it also prevents muscle building. Um, and I just also think it, it sends people off in the wrong direction. They're chasing the wrong thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody thinks they need to uh, be tired and sweaty when they leave the gym. That is not a sign of a good workout. Yeah, that well, that and that is that's the 
you know, I mean, just look at, I, we've talked about it before, but you look at every Gatorade ad, you know what I mean? It's like, you've got these world-class athletes and what are they doing? They're just leaving it all in the gym. You know what I mean? They're just got the sweat pouring off of them and they're, they're doing whatever. And, and that's what everybody, you know, you look at the condition they're in and that's what people are idealizing, yeah. you know? I mean, and, but they don't, what they're not seeing is, uh, they're not seeing all the, the strength, the stuff that you're talking about, that these people are doing, you know, and that's not, that's also because they're selling fruit juice <laughs> and, and, and as a sports drink, you know, whatever. Sugar. Yeah. Sugar water. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. We don't do, you know, I guess we'll do intervals here with our clients at the end. It doesn't have the, the catabolic effects, the muscle breakdown effects that uh, steady state cardio does. Um, and not that there's necessarily anything wrong with steady state cardio. It's it's how it is approached or uh, um, you know how how people go about doing it. Ninety nine percent of the time, they do no strength training, or the strength training they do is combined with cardio with way too light of weights. Breathing is out of control, so techniques a mess. Your injury rates up. Uh, goes up um, and a lot of people just they focus the majority of their exercise routine on cardio and you know while that makes you feel good and like you achieve something you're actually reducing muscle mass when you do that stuff yeah um, and it's just a big lie yeah you know and that's really what bothers me about it um, I've been there before done it myself and <clears throat> You're just not going to get anywhere near the same long-term results out of doing cardio as you do weight training. Uh, you I mean, know, so well, and I can tell you. I mean, I've talked about it before. When I was before I moved back to KC, I was in. I mean, I was running. I don't know. I mean, not like I was never like a marathon runner, mm-hmm. but I was running twenty, twenty-five miles a week. I was doing you know pretty decent. I was in. I was in as good a shape as I've been in a long time. But I look like a mess with my shirt off. You know, so it was never, I was never, I never had a, I mean, I, I, and I did some push-ups and stuff, but I didn't do any, I I did very little strength, uh, nothing that to speak of. And that, I think that's why. So it's like with the shirt on, I looked good. I was, I was, you know, I was lean, but shirt off. Oof. It was rough. It was rough for everybody. Dude. And that's, that's the majority of cases. Yeah. You know, um, so with cardio, you know, it needs to be. So if if we back up here a little bit, the number one most important thing is nutrition. Right. By far. More important than than, than weight training. Much more important than cardio. Um, you know, I tell people that all the time. I don't sell, I do not sell nutrition. I tell people all the time, nutrition is the number one most important thing. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell them that when I sit down with them. I'm like, listen, I do not sell nutrition. Why would I tell you that if it wasn't true? Right. You know, and it, you know, my thing is I want to see people get results. And I believe if people get results, then, you know, they'll keep coming, they'll refer their friends, um, you know, and, you know, I'm going to stay in business that way versus selling people hopes and dreams on cardio workouts that, you know, make them feel good when they leave. But sooner or later, six months down the road, a year down the road, whatever it is, they're going to say, hey, wait a minute. Right. I'd look like shit. Yeah. Or I could buy a, I could buy an exercise bike. At my yeah. house. Yeah, or you could do cardio at home. Yeah. Did I tell you I had a lady come in here one day and she wanted me to to train her five days a week doing cardio? Train her doing cardio? 
I'm confused. Like, what, what's that mean? Like, what does that look like? So she went to her doctor, and the doctor said she needed to do cardio. So she comes in here, and she kind of mentioned it on the phone, but I was like, no way this lady. Right. I you, mean, you, first off, no way she's calling me right. for cardio. <laughs> and second off, no way she's going to pay somebody to stand next to her while she walks on a treadmill. I mean, we don't even have a treadmill. Right. She comes in and, and I mean, we don't even make it to my office because she starts telling me this and I'm like, I'm like, I, I was like, listen, no offense. I go, but I'm not going to let you pay me to stand next to you while you do cardio. Right. And quite honestly, I said this to her, I go, quite honestly, no trainer should take your money to do that. Yeah. What she what was her reaction to that? Um, I think she was kind of offended. <laughs> Well, did she not realize that, I mean, if, like, I have friends that are, that run marathons and they kill it. Good for them. But like, you just, I mean, and I know that they're, I know you can learn. I'm not saying that you couldn't be, your form couldn't be better or whatever, but how often, like, even if you went and saw a running coach, I guess you could see a running coach. Well, I mean, here's the thing. There's so many people that don't understand the value of an educated strength coach. Yeah. You know, I mean... I deal with that often, you know, you know, I try to load my weights for my clients and I try to set everything up. Right. But really where you're going to get the value out of what you're paying me is my expertise. Sure. Just like anywhere you go. I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not sitting here, you know, saying I'm extremely intelligent or anything, but that's why you should hire any trainer. Right. Is for their education. Yeah. Just as you would hire anybody for in any but in any yeah field, you want to get you want to understand what they know. Yeah. You know, or you want them to use that education to teach you, or you know, right. whatever. Right. Right. But that's why you're hiring them. You're not hiring them to be your monkey. Well, it's yeah. It sounds like know? she needs like a motivator, like almost like a like a cheerleader. Well, and that's what she said to me, and I'm just like, I mean, that's just. I wouldn't pay somebody $100 an hour to motivate me. Right. Like, that's absurd. Yeah. You need to figure out why you're not motivated in the first place. Right. And Yeah, that's a, that's a, whole, that's a whole different podcast right there. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is. A, that is, wow. That's. But anyway, what's funny is, you know, that's what most places do is a bunch of cardio. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the other thing. That's, that's the other reason why I've gotten into strength training so much, you know, and, and why I got into it, you know, 20 years ago you know, with my clients, I'm like, it makes no sense for my clients to pay me to stand next to them on a treadmill. Yeah. Like what? Like, yeah. I mean, sooner or later they're going to be like, Hey, I can do this on my own. Yeah. You know I mean? I feel like that every single time I train my clients, there better be something I'm bringing to the table that they don't have. Yeah. Otherwise I'm not going to have a job very long. Right. 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 <clears throat> you know? So anyway, that's different, different topic. But, um, back to the cardio activity wise, generally, you know, where I will start clients is nutrition is the most important thing. And then we'll start them resistance training. Generally, people have not been active when they come in. So we'll start them out with just adding the activity of weight training. Um, you know, and that's the thing is, is you don't want to overwhelm somebody with activity you know, when you're already going to overwhelm them with a new nutrition program. Right. So get the nutrition right first slowly add in the resistance training and see what kind of results you get from that. And generally people will get terrific results. Yeah. 
just from changing their diet. Yeah. Let alone adding in weight training. So a lot of times people don't even need cardio. Yeah. Um, with women, a lot of times they will need a little more activity than men um, just because they have a slower resting metabolism. So generally what I'll do with them to start uh, is I'll usually just have them look at the steps either on their watch or their phone, you know, um, and I try to get them somewhere between like 10,000 and 14,000 a day. Okay. So, you know, depending on what they do for work, um, that'll affect kind of their baseline of how many they get a day. And then I'll tell them, you know, go for a walk or go for a couple walks a day, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And, you know, I just slowly build that up to where eventually I may be may get to where I have them doing intervals. And that may be, you know, a 10-second sprint followed by a 30-second walk or whatever it is. Right. But, um, you know, and all this stuff is really just a – it's a science experiment. So you adjust the nutrition, see what kind of result you get out of that. Add the weight training. Okay. Did that – what what result did that cause? Yeah. You know, and you slowly just tick things up until you get to where you want to be. And generally that's about, you know, when it comes to the scale, it's about 1% a week. And that's not always going to happen. So that's why you, you'll double check stuff um, with body fat percentage, with photos, those sort of things, um, which I didn't mention in the beginning. But that's something also that we'll have some of our clients do is take photos of themselves and, you know, they can see the progress yeah. that they're maybe not seeing on the scale. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times that's pretty surprising. Um, you know, so a lot of times once you get to the cardio aspect of it and you start tinkering with that, you'll start getting that 1% every week. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, they'll always come to you and they'll be like, well, can I do this? Can I do this? It's like, don't add anything else. Just keep doing what you're doing until that stalls. And right. then we can make adjustments. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, um, and then the last thing there that people always ask about um, that I'm not a big fan of is supplements. Um, people always want to know. I had somebody yesterday ask me about amino acids. Um, they want to know about protein shakes, fat burners, all this bullshit. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, just, I know it's just, it, it's just, it's funny the way you describe it. I, I get a kick out of it because just you know. I know if you've listened to this podcast a long time, you know, you're, you're getting to know Jamie too, but he's just so exhausted by the, the, it's just, and it's a relentless attack that these companies have on us via advertising and social media and this, that, and the other thing. And it, it seems like what I've learned from doing this for the last year, year and a half or whatever is just, it's a, it is a huge campaign of fake news and misinformation. <laughs> You know, kind of like the news today. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not going to go down that road. That's a different podcast, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's just when when I, I I I it's I think it's funny. There's, I don't want to get back on the supplements, but when you're just like this bullshit, because like at the real at the end of the day, if you go through the steps that you're talking about, the supplements are. I mean. Uh, unnecessary icing on the cake, you would say? Is it something that, I mean, I, 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 how far along do you have to be for supplements to matter? That's what I'm saying. Well, some of them do matter. But the thing is, uh, people come to me and they ask me about a fat burner, but they're eating fucking cake and, and drinking alcohol <laughs> Thursday through Saturday. Right, right. You know, it's like meth isn't going to fix that. Right, right, right. Let alone something you can buy at GNC. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um. So, I mean, that's that's my big point with supplements is 
get everything else correct first before you start looking at that stuff. For for the you know the body composition type supplements. Now, what's funny is when people ask me about supplements, I start talking to them about the boring stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I don't want to hear about that," yeah. <laughs> you know. And it, but it's you know it goes back to the same stuff. You know, I talked about how important nutrition was. Um, sleep is right up there with nutrition. So a lot of the supplements I take um, have to do with sleep and like heart health, blood pressure, uh, affect your hormones, all that kind of stuff. So some of my favorites are magnesium. Everybody's magnesium is probably going to be low. Uh, D3, everybody's D3 is definitely low. Um, And then I take some different things that will help me with sleep. They're not drugs by any means. It's like we have this product called GABA. Um, it works great. Um, and you know, the harder I can sleep and the deeper I can sleep, um, the better my recovery is going to be from my workouts and the better my fat loss is going to be because sleep is, is tremendous for fat loss. So I got a client I'm working with right now. She gets like four hours of sleep a night Yeah, and I'm like, fix that one thing and your weight will probably drop like five pounds. Yeah. You know, just cause you're, that's when your body repairs itself you know, and recovers things and it's, it's important for health and just doing that alone, you'll probably lose five pounds of water. Right. You know? Um, so those are usually the supplements I talk about for sleep or for the supplements I talk about when people ask me about supplements. Um, I think most of the ones, you know, uh, the, the fat burning supplements, amino acids, all that bullshit. I mean, you might as well just flush your money down the toilet is really how I feel about it. Yeah. For the most part. So, but the one thing I left out was water. Um, and that kind of goes with nutrition. So generally I'll recommend my clients drink about a gallon of water a day. Uh, that also helps a lot with, you know, if you're not drinking enough water, your body's going to retain water. Uh, so you need to make sure you're drinking plenty to keep yourself, keep water moving in your body. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's a good rundown. I mean, that's a, this is a, this has been a really, I don't know. It's been a really good podcast. I think, especially for people like just to go A to Z like that, you know, cause usually we talk about, you talk about one individual aspect of things, but to put it all out there, that's a pretty, uh, a really good rundown of what people can can either come in and talk to you about or start, you know, figure out how to do on their own yep. or with, or with a coach in their, in their area or wherever they might be to, uh, you know, to get some, get some good results. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, if you guys have any questions on any of that stuff, feel free to reach out to me. Um, more than happy to help. You don't need to be, be a client. Uh, so if you have any questions on any of that stuff, um, shoot us a message as far as email or, or comment on something. I don't. I don't know all that online stuff, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you um, can go to plunkettfitness.com is the website, or you can um, go to Instagram as plunket underscore fitness, or if you go to our website, you can find our Facebook page and you can message us on there too. Yeah. So any of that stuff, uh, but feel free to ask questions on anything like that online or you know on the website. Email us, whatever. Uh, always happy to help. Like I said, you don't have to be a client. Or you can always take advantage of our free fitness assessment. We'll, we go over that stuff with people. Uh, we always have two weeks free in our group. You can try that. There's no strings attached. If you don't continue, it's not a big deal. 
Um, but as always, thanks for listening today and uh, have a good day. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Also, don't forget to, uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating if you like this, and I know you did, and also uh, throw a comment on there as well. Appreciate it. Talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to the Plunkett Fitness Project. Please share with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. For more info, visit our website, plunkettfitness.com.